The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I don't know. Thought it'd be fun to do that. Uh, it's Monday. Hi. What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of The Vile Files. I'm your host, Nick, joined by my producer, Chris. That's me. What's going on? What a fun episode we have for you today with our college. And, and you know, we learn and we grow. fun and we grow. Um. Not too much to talk about today, uh, but we do have a nice week lined up for you. I got to say, check us out on Wednesday for a really great uh, conversation we have with our guest, Tal Ben-Shahar, yes. who is a professor in the study of happiness, Yeah, uh, studied at Harvard, taught at Harvard. Uh, and we talk all things happiness, how to be happy, the, the study of happiness, uh, the misconceptions of happiness, the science, of the it. science of it. And we thought it would be appropriate to talk about it and, as it relates to kind of the times that we're in. I know I learned a lot. It was really helpful for me. And uh, I really hope you guys enjoy it on Wednesday. Uh, and check us out tomorrow as we get back into the GOAT recaps. Uh, Brad Walmack's two seasons we talk about. Quite frankly, I, I don't know who our guest is going to be yet. Uh, it might it might be Brad, it might be Emily, and it might be someone totally random. It really all depends on who is available. <laughs> That's I a good wish thing I, to have. I wish I, could, uh, I wish I could tell you. Also, I think I'll probably uh, address some of the reactions to my episode with Reality Steve on tomorrow's episode. Check that out if you're interested. Um if there's nothing else, I, I think we should just get right to our callers today. Make sure to send in your questions at asknickacastme.com, cast with a K. Always need those questions. I tell you what, we would certainly love to, you know, what we, we haven't done a lot is having couples on. Uh, if you're, you know, we're getting a lot of callers from young couples, early couples. Sure, sure might be fascinating to uh, if you can get your guy to come on here and uh, you know You're talk about your talk about and, and talk about your problems. Uh, I would love to tell you who's right and wrong. Or guys can bring their girls. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, you ten percenters out there, get get your women on the on the show. All I will say, I don't know, I don't know if any of our ten percenters have called with a current girlfriend situation. It's always been looking for love type of thing. But uh, we invite all of all of all of you. So um, I don't know if there's if there's not anything else, I, I say we get right to it. What's your time with me? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? I'm Sarah. I'm 45. How can I help Sarah? 45. <laughs> Um, kind of a crazy situation. Um, I've, well, I'm 45, I have three kids and been divorced since 2018. Um, married my college sweetheart. Okay. Um, met him when I was like 19. So, um, and before that didn't have a whole lot of experience dating. Maybe I was in one relationship before that. Um, so, um, I don't know. We were married for, we were together for almost 23 years and you know, all the normal stuff people go through, had kids, um, raised a family, moved out to the suburbs from Chicago. Um, and then things just kind of started to fall south. He worked a lot. Um, and when he wasn't working, he was spending a lot of time with friends, very social. Um, I'm kind of not, I like to be home, be with my family and, um, he was, 
not really conducive to that. He didn't really want to do that. Um, I said things were kind of falling apart. Let's go to counseling. He disagreed. He wouldn't go. Um, then about, I don't know, about three years ago, I met someone at the gym and, um, I did tell him that, and that's when he wanted to work things out. And of course it was kind of too late. Um, we did go to counseling, but it just didn't work. We ended up getting a divorce. Uh, and now I am still talking to the person I met at the gym. You're still talking (laughs) to the gym rat? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's nine years younger. Okay. Um, congrats. He's yeah, sure. Just a different lifestyle. You know, he's in a different part of it. He's never been married. Uh, no kids. Um, had one relationship before me that was on and off. Um, but he has, he says he's very independent. Um, every time he doesn't want me to make plans with him. Um, he doesn't like when I text him or when I call him too much. Um, I guess I'm like, it is encouraging on his independence or freedom. Okay. Um, so I'm struck. I'm struggling with that because three years later, I mean, he's like the first person I've been with since I've been 19 mm-hmm. since my husband. Yeah, no. And so I kind of, I fell for him hard. Man. So, yeah. And now I'm just kind of stuck. Um, but there's another kind part to that, right? Whole relationship. What? What? what are, you, are you leaving? Is Chris Chrissy suggesting you're leaving something out in your story? Well, like, well, like uh, you part. said, like you started to play some games with him to try Detail, and make him Sarah. feel jealous and stuff like that. Oh so, God, yes. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yes, yeah. Thank you for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I did because he was very even keel, nothing really upset him. And I was used to more of like my husband who was like the jealous type and stuff like that. So I started playing games. Yeah. I started trying to make him jealous, making up scenarios, started going out with my friends. And like, then he just, you know, that backfired, went the opposite way. Um, and now he has trust issues with me. Um, because I the gym boy. kind of made up little scenarios and the gym boy, yeah. You, you, and I'm you, still I'm still trying to make it work with he him. He has a hard time, trust me, because I lied. <laughs> well, um, have you tried to define no. this relationship with him? Like, what do you want? Like, in a perfect world, what would oh, you like? Oh, many times. You, so you would like to make this guy your boyfriend? Yeah. And we've kind of been there before, but then as soon as something seems to be going well, it just... Well, for who? He says that I... For both i guess probably more like as soon as i adapt to his way of living it goes well um i've got a you know he doesn't want to hang out a lot um he wants to hang out with his buddies still a lot um and i just i want a more of a mature relationship you know i came out of a marriage and so i think i had unrealistic expectations too because i felt like i was just jumping into something I was expecting more from him, I guess, um, coming out of a marriage. Does that make sense? Yeah. Listen, what makes sense is that, like you said, this was the first guy you crushed on since you were 19. Other than your husband, uh, you probably were in a very vulnerable, emotional and mental state of mind when you got a divorce. And it sounds like this guy who's nine years younger than you. Uh, is in a different place of his life and you aren't very experienced in dating and and by dating like open the idea that like you can crush on a guy and and not get too involved and you went from kind of a marriage to being obsessed over this one guy and you're losing Mm. yourself and losing Mm. control and this guy this kid this guy kid whatever he's not a kid uh he doesn't want to date you uh, I don't know what he wants from you. Uh, he doesn't want to date you. He's never going to date you, and nor should you necessarily want to. And uh, you're just struggling with accepting that and moving on because you're not you're not used to being alone. And you left your husband f- kind of for this guy, but you have to stop telling yourself that because you really didn't. You left your husband mm-hmm. because no. things weren't working out, but it feels right. that way because it took meeting this guy at the gym for you to have the kind of the courage to to walk away. And so you still have never been alone. You've always still had someone sure. to talk to and hang out with and, and, 
and and hook up with or whatever and uh, you're probably fucking terrified to be alone uh, but that's okay and you should give it a shot because uh, right now uh, by dating this younger person who you know is in and out and and kind of selfishly mm-hmm. says this is my life and if you want to uh, do that, then we can hang out. But then you do do that, and then he kind of pulls away. Like, he doesn't want to date you. Uh, and my guess is he's willing to uh, have you around when it's super convenient for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's probably some drama with you, and maybe he likes that. Everyone likes drama, you know, even guys. Yeah. Even when they say they don't. But So you just need to, like, leave this <laughs> he situation. This, he, what do you say, he doesn't? He says he doesn't like drama. Well, he hates, yeah. yeah he I mean, says that, yeah. Everyone says they hate drama. Uh, and, and often people do things, like if he hated drama, didn't take this the wrong way, he wouldn't hang out with you. Because clearly you've been dramatic. Uh, you've made up stories. You have created scenarios. You've <laughs> lied to him. Gosh. And he's yeah. been willing to like participate in this kind of insane insanity. He hasn't even said mm-hmm. to you, like, listen, I don't know what's going on with you, but this is too much for me. I need to leave. And quite frankly, it sounds like he would have a right to do that. But he hasn't. Like, he's, I mean, he might have. He has done that, actually. But are you, then he comes back. And he, exactly. So, you know, he does. After I, like, chase him. He does enjoy drama. You need to stop doing that, right? You need to, you need to maybe be alone for a bit. Maybe not even date for a while. Give yourself a few months, at least. Um this is a toxic, this is a new toxic relationship for you. You're doing things that I hopefully you think are out of character for yourself. Um, and I, mm-hmm. like, I get it, right? We've all, like, you're just, you're afraid. You're just scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know a part of it is, yeah, I've never been alone. You're right. I mean, since I was like a 15-year-old, I went into one relationship you're for a little while. You're not used to not having someone to call. That feels like some sort of relationship. Yeah. It's a scary thing, but you should, I think you will be, I think you will find yourself to be a stronger person when you can get to that place where it doesn't scare you and you'll be okay. It's not going to kill you. You know, you have your kids, you have friends. Um, Yeah. I think you need to be in a place where you're not so codependent on someone. That if you don't get what you want and what your way, you resort to very immature tactics. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. My my advice to you is True. end it with this guy. It's not going anywhere. It's not going to change. Nothing. I, you know. So right now, yeah, right now we're like, he says he wants space. Great. Never um, talk to him again. <laughs> There's no space. What, do you, yeah. what closure do you need? Just... Say, I don't know. I mean, listen, the truth is knowing like this guy who likes drama and I'm not saying this to if you blocked him and disappeared, he would probably come chasing. But don't let like this is toxic. This is toxic behavior. I mean, you're both guilty. I mean, you're just you're probably more guilty, but you need to focus mm-hmm. on you. And he is just something to entertain you. This is not love and this is not a relationship. This is just something else. Yeah. And you think that just because he's not willing to commit, like he's playing these games, like spate, like telling I'm crowding him. I mean, listen, if you want, if you guys wanted, this has been going on for three years. If you, if you wanted to date, you guys would be in yeah. a relationship. You're, this is a toxic, uh, immature, mm-hmm. uh, childish relationship, regardless of either of your ages. And more right. specifically, you, you, You've never been alone. So all your motivation is just based off of fear. You're just afraid to be alone. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I understand. I, I appreciate it. But this is never going to happen with this guy. And I don't, you know, I go, always go back to like enlisting qualities of what you like about this relationship and how does he make you feel? It doesn't, I mean, I haven't heard one thing. I've heard a lot of things about like he stresses you out. You're constantly worried about. You're always confused. You know he wants this way. Mm-hmm. You know wants something this time, and then he he comes back, and then he wants space, and then I chase him, and fuck, you know that's exhausting. And but what it is is you're not bored. It's stimulation, and you are falling. You know <laughs> you're, you're falling. You know 
you're falling trapped to that. So be comfortable with not having that type of toxic stimulation in your life. Mm-hmm. So you need to challenge yourself and you need to hold yourself accountable and you need to, you know, get some guts and be a little brave and, and do something that's scary and do something you're not comfortable with because at least you'll be happier in the long run because this is going to go, this and, is going nowhere fast. Yeah. I'm most time miserable. I know. What's that? It's like my brain tells me what I'm most of the time miserable. Yeah. I mean, and my, I, I so know it. Take, but like I a, take, your po- it. take your power back. Hold yourself accountable. Tell yourself to stop. When you feel those moments of weaknesses, when you want to reach out, say, Sarah, don't fucking do this. Just don't do it. Get Spend more time with your friends. Invest in your kids. Invest in yourself. Get new hobbies. Try different things. You know, stop going back to the same old routines. Change your fucking gym. I don't know. You know, it's summertime if you haven't noticed. It is summer. It's, well, we're, shit, we're. What are you doing? You we're like we're, we're right in the middle of the old summertime, but the point is, it's warm. It's warm pretty much everywhere, and uh, if you are, the heat's great, but it, you could get de- dehydrated faster. And when you're outside, if you have, you know, hopefully, uh, hydration, it gets warm. It's never yeah. a good thing. I Hydrate do. Spark is changing that for you, people. You're reminding you when you need to drink fluids, specifically water, but I guess you can put other stuff in there. Um, it keeps your beverages cold for 24 hours. I live over by the ocean. I'm out in the sun a lot. I got to tell you, I've been out in the sun. The heat's beating down on my hydrate. And you work out in the sun. Beating down and I pop it open. It's crisp cold. It's amazing. And I'll be out there for hours. Yeah. 24 hours. It keeps it cold. Anyways, it's got a very user-friendly app. It lets you know when you should be hydrating more, drinking water. I recommend you drink water but you know we can put whatever you want in there it It lights up up. it It lets you know it tracks how much fluids you're getting and the importance of hydrating can't be overstated um so you should absolutely try it if you're if you want to have a healthier lifestyle this easiest way to do it is drinking more fluids and hydrate spark lets you know how well of a job you're doing and it keeps it refreshing keeps it cold when you're out in the hot summer sun i got the hydrate spark steel it lights up the green it's amazing pop the top you drink some water Life can't be more sweet. So now is the perfect time to order a Hydrate Spark smart water bottle for yourself. You can even get 20% off any Hydrate Spark 3 water bottle right now. Just go to hydratespark.com slash V-I-A-L-L to pick your favorite bottle in glow color. Mine is green. Hydrate is spelled with an I. So that's H-I-D-R-A-T-E spark.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's hydratespark.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your first Hydrate Spark 3 water bottle or pre-order the new Hydrate Spark Steel bottle. How's my skin? Oh my God, your skin actually looks amazing. It feels great. It feels moist and wonderful. And I'll tell you what, it's because of Lumen. Lumen skin. That's right. They're doing amazing things when it comes to men's skin. All you women out there, we have all the products. You get all the products. You have all the fun. Half the time, I'm 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 supporting our friends of show, and I'm yeah. just like, well, I want in on this action, and they're like, no. Well, you know what? Lumen Scamma has been a great friend to me, and they could be a great friend to the man in your life. Yeah. For our ten percenters out there, our guys certainly get some Lumen Skin right now. The women in your <laughs> life will appreciate it, and you women out there, buy it. Buy. It. Give your guy permission to it's take care gift. of his his face. He yeah. only has one. We don't want that leathery skin. Uh, a little bit goes a long way for treating uh, your your skin. So they have great products, high quality experts created products. Lumen Skin is on a mission to help men uh, have amazing skin they deserve through high quality expert curated products delivered right to your door. It's not just for looking good. It's for feeling good. You need good skin, especially as you get older to prevent long-term damage. I hear that. All their products are formulated specifically for men's skin and made to target skin issues with a maximum efficiency using top-notch ingredients like charcoal, green tea extract, and vitamin C. You deserve to look and feel your best, and here's where you can start. Go to lumenskin.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get a one-month free trial for everything you need to start your skin journey at home. That's lumenskin.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get your first month free. Lumenskin.com dot com slash v i a l l yeah everything you're doing right now is wrong <laughs> so well i, I mean when i like, say that i say that because at least it seems clear what you have to do you know yeah change everything 
Except, you know, your kids. Change but, everything. Yeah. Well, your approach to your dating life, yes. I think you need to take mm-hmm. a time out. I think you need to, like, take out the fucking garbage, you know? Yeah. Mm. Do a house cleaning, so to speak. You know, it's one of those things yeah, where you're like, you, do. you do your spring cleaning, you go through your closet, you're like, oh, do I really need this? Do I throw this away? <laughs> do I keep it? Just burn it all. Yeah, get rid of the thymus. And start over. <laughs> I did it. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. This is just a... I mean, I know, I, I know I'll be fine, but I feel like it's like the hardest thing. Yeah. Well, because you're, I don't know why, because I feel like it's love and it's not love. It's, it's toxic stimulation. It is. It's like an obsession or addiction or something. It's an addiction. That's exactly what it is. It's something to preoccupy your time. It's something to do. That's it. You can either watch Mm -hmm. drama on TV or you can want live drama in your life and you're choosing to live it in your life right now. Mm. so i guess no i'm not i guess yeah. so i'm rooting for I, you well, i'm yeah. a little worried i don't think you're gonna take i don't I think you're gonna take my advice but my advice would be to never talk to you again I know. Yeah. Everyone. uh i would block them and not because you're trying to get a reaction you're just doing this for your own mental health and emotional well-being so he comes back from this space he's talking just about just and politely say, oh, no, really politely and maturely say hey listen i like uh, you've no. done so many great things in my life. Uh, I, I had the courage to leave my marriage and we had a great run and you're a lot of fun and you're great, but like we don't make each other happy. And I just, you know, I want to be happy and you want to be happy and I just don't want to keep doing this. And I'm not saying this to get a reaction. I really just want to move on. And you have to say that in the mirror to yourself before you say it to him because you have to start believing it. God, you're so mm. good. So, because right That's now you don't sure. believe no. it, so... No, I don't believe it. No. Yeah. So you need. No, a- I think because like when we're together, we have so much fun. It's like so chemistry is great. Yeah. You know. So once in a while, you have some fun, have some good sex, but most of the time, you're miserable. That's hard. But see, I'm not like a. Per- I don't like to. I don't want to date. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't. Yeah, because you're not used to it. I don't want to go out there. No, you don't want. Right. You want to be vulnerable. You know, you're not used to being alone. Listen. Right. There's a lot of things in life we don't want, but doesn't mean it's not good for us. You, yeah. you've, you've led a very comfortable life and a very, you know, small circle of comfort and you need to expand mm-hmm. your comfort zone because you're, the world you've created when it comes to your dating life hasn't worked out. And that's, that's, that's fine. You had a marriage, you gave it a good run, you had a family, you got some mm-hmm. kids from it. That's amazing. You know, you needed mm-hmm. a catalyst to leave and now this catalyst has become this new toxic obsession you still have no idea what it's like to date and be single. And how do you fucking know if you don't want to date? You've never done it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'm scared. There you go. I know. And that's okay. Say that out loud. You are scared. It's okay <laughs> to be scared. You're afraid. I totally get why you're afraid. I totally why it can be scary. And when you go on dates, you're going to have, age. you're going to have bad dates. Well, you know, you already got a guy who's nine years younger. So, you know, clearly you're doing fine. I mean, listen, you're right. People won't like you. Some people will. That's called dating. Get used to it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll make mm-hmm. you stronger. You've uh, you've led a charmed yeah. life right now. It's all been very cush for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny how you think that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you don't seem to be disagreeing with me. <laughs> I mean, listen. What? I, I, it's you, you. Yeah, it is. It's fine. You don't have to apologize for it, but challenge yourself to, you know, you you get it. You just got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you've created this very. You've you've shrunken your comfort zone, and you need to expand it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You'll but be I, much happier. I like I did that on purpose. You'll be so much you've, happier. You've been able to. It's been convenient. You, you know, when you're, like, when you're married, you know, you're married. So it's like by definition, you almost kind of, I only have to do this. This is my family, yeah. and you just shrink your world. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 right. a natural thing. But you need to now challenge yourself mm-hmm. to expand it. Really try new things. Really, you know, things you would think I would never do this. Try it. Fuck it. You know. Mm-hmm. You need to reset. Okay. Yeah, your next year should be a kind of about resetting yourself and your priorities and what you want, and get used to being alone. 
I wouldn't date for a few months. I would okay. look in the mirror and, and believe that you don't want this toxic person in your life and believe that you are only doing it because it's just toxic stimulation and you're bored and you're afraid of being bored and you're afraid of being alone. But the mm. longer you do this, it reduces the risk of you actually finding someone that will make you happy. I, yeah, I know. I, and that's another reason why I feel like I just stay there too. Cause I'm like, <laughs> well, well, that's not going to make you happy. And you know, the, be- I know, I know. Oh, the I know. only thing that can happen is you'll just find another toxic person. You're just not in a good headspace right now. You need to start over. You need to reset. Okay. Yeah. Maybe go talk to a therapist, you know, have you? Do oh you my do gosh. That? I've done that. Okay. I've done that. Yeah. What do they say? I mean, get your money back. Oh, Fuck. get well. <laughs> get a. <laughs> I hopped at a therapist. Let's um, go on for three years. Yeah. Well, I, know, I know they're not supposed to tell you what off. to do. Yeah. But you need to hold yourself way more accountable. Well, they don't. Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. this is on you. You know, I don't know, put some post-it notes on this. You know, on the you're on your mirror, but you are. Yeah. You're not holding yourself accountable. Okay. Start fresh. I didn't think that. Quick story. I'm 41. I wasted 14 years doing this run around with somebody. And the advice to like just stop it and whatever changed my life. And I've it's been months and it changed she my life. She got that advice from me. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it changed my life. <laughs> it really did. Yeah. You're like, you how think did about you're, you do it. You're a prisoner. Like how do you do it? Though? You're a prisoner right now. You just now in your wake own up mind. one day and start. You just stop. Yeah. And it's scary and you just fucking do it. And you just have a little bit of self-discipline to say no. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. At the risk of not knowing what to do for the rest of the day. Because what you would be doing is like talking to this toxic person. And if you weren't talking to him, you'd at least be able to worry about it. And worrying is something, something to do. Doesn't really get you anywhere, but at least you. You have so much more free time when there's not toxicity like taking over your life. So it's crazy. That's so that's true. You, need you to, guys are like, yeah. I've heard this yeah. True. Well, there yeah, you said you've heard it before. So All right, you well, need to do something well, about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I just need to be strong. Yes. Yeah. And you All can. Right. You well, just haven't chosen to be yet. You got it. All right. All right. Best of luck. I believe in you. Thank you. You can do it. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. The best exercise you could ever do is for your brain. Did you know that? I did know that. Uh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, you can also have fun doing it. Best Fiends. We've talked about <laughs> it since the show began. It's- They're a great friend of show. I love it. Chrissy it loves it even more. I Quite frankly, half it. the time when I'm trying to have her get work done, she's like, sorry, I'm I'm playing Best Fiends. <laughs> Uh, but no, they have, uh, they're constantly updating their characters or yes. keeping it fresh. So it never gets old. I've been playing it for over a year now. I'm still playing it. It always feels like new and fun games. I feel like I'm staying sharp, staying witty yeah. when I'm on my downtime. Uh, it's helped me kind of keep my mental health going. I played it at the know, airport because you don't need, to, you don't need a Wi-Fi in order to play it. Don't need a Wi-Fi. And that was fun. You can even uh, compete with friends. Yes. And you can grow your characters better. I'm obsessed with Howie this week. That's uh, my favorite character. Over 100 million downloads, so everyone is already playing, so you should be playing too. Don't miss out on this must-play game. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips, and you can, like as Chrissy said, play offline. So with over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews. Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free at the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. And what's your name? Uh, Laura, and I am 43. Hi, Laura, 43. How can I help? Well, so, of course, I'm in the middle of my life, right? And, Hopefully. um, I've, <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. I have three kids. I was married and now I've been divorced happily for 10 years. Great relationship with the kid's dad, really good at co-parenting full life with three kids, 
big supportive family network of friends, great job. Um, I'm also an entrepreneur and people are always saying to me, well, how are you still single? Like, why, why don't you have a partner or a boyfriend or whatever? And I'm just like, but because I don't want one. Like, I always feel like people think that, I don't know, is it, is like being single by choice is like, makes me defective or something. Yeah. I'm aware of the stereotype. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It sucks, you know, but then also I'm kind of conflicted going like right now, my life is completely full because, you know, I have all this stuff going on, but you know, I mean, I'm no spring chicken. So as I get older, it's more important to have a partner in life. Like when you don't have all this stuff going on. And so am I going to be this like angry old lady on my porch swing cussing at the neighbor kids for playing too loud? That's your question is whether what? (laughs) Yeah, my question is, is like, um, you know, a what? Why do you think people think that being single is a disease and do you see, do you feel like people could go through the rest of their life happily single, even into their, you know, twilight years? Well, I mean, sure. Of course they can. It's, uh, yeah, we have a way society obviously values, uh, stability and historically, uh, you know, marriage, especially we American, we, this country was founded on a kind of Puritan, belief system uh of which they very much valued the family dynamic so that's why uh our society uh stresses the importance of having a partner in life um Mm -hmm. we also like to be with people you know part of that comes Mm -hmm. from ourselves of of you know having that person who's always there from us where when our friends come and go and they have their shit uh, going on with their lives, it can get a little lonely when we're, especially as adults, um, you know, it's not the same as when we were in our early 20s and every weekend, all your friends who were most likely single and if they weren't single, they're, they all, everyone wanted to kind of go out. And so mm-hmm. it was easier to not worry about that because it was fun. And now, mm-hmm. you know, as you get older, you feel loneliness sometimes. I mean, to answer your question, it's like if you... I don't know. Everyone's different. Some people are good at being alone. Some people are bad at being alone. Um, in the meantime, I, you know, what do you want? Right. Like that's, that's exactly the question is like, I'm completely content right now, but I'm afraid like as I get older, it's going to get harder and harder to find a partner to share my life with when I'm, I don't know, I guess I'm bored, but I can't really imagine myself ever getting bored, but I guess it depends on what you're looking for in a partner. You know, I mean, people get divorced, um, at this point in your life, you know, if you're looking for, you know, I mean, you already have kids too. So it's not as if your next partner, Mm -hmm. if you find one, you're necessarily going to be looking to start a family. Uh, right. So there might be, especially as, God, you get, I hope not. as you get older, it's a, it's a more likely that you will also meet men who also aren't looking to start a family. They either decided they don't want mm-hmm. kids at all, or they have kids of their own. Um. Mm-hmm. So I I've had them tell me I've I've had guys tell me that they, I'm scary because I don't know if it's because I am so happy and content in my life and like, um, you know, I just take care of my own business and I have a lot of fun and I'm very confident and outspoken, but I'm, but, but it's like, do I don't, I I guess partners that would be my age, do they expect some sort of like lady that's going to stay home and make meatloaf for them every night for the rest of their lives? I I don't understand why, how I could be scary to somebody. You know what I mean? So now we're, we're talking about dates you've actually been on and challenges you've had with the people you've tried to date. Yeah, like even just casual dating, you know, you go out and you're like, oh, hey, da 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 da. And they're like, well, to be quite honest, you scared me, you know? And I'm like, well, how could I possibly be scary? I'm like the nicest person ever in the world, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You seem very nice. So you, I guess you, I'm getting conflicting kind of, uh, yes, I mean, listen, it sounds like you also would like, I'm getting the impression you want to meet someone too, which is totally fine. And then you're also, while you're not, comfortable with being alone also fine but it sounds like you maybe have some insecurities about the people you are trying to date and and the feedback you're getting from them yeah i think 
like what I, I guess you nailed it on the head. You're very insightful um, that I want to date somebody, but I'm not looking to change my living situation or get married. But I, and I don't know if maybe, I, well, but I, yeah, there, there you I mean, go. I'm happy I mean, with who I am. The more you, mm-hmm. the more, uh, and there's nothing wrong with having, um, like standards or non-negotiables or things that you know you're Mm -hmm. looking for. That's a great thing to have. Well, some people don't have enough of those. Some people have too much, right? But the more uh, things that you're like, well, I want X and I want Y and I want Z and I'm not willing to do this and I'm not willing to do that, that makes it harder for you to find the right fit. Mm -hmm. You know, you meet a guy and you're just like, hey, just so you know, Blah, 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 blah. I got these kids. I don't want that. I want this. And I'm very comfortable with this. Are you willing to fit into my world? Well, that's going to make it much right. harder for you. And I'm not saying that's yeah. wrong. I'm just saying be aware of the fact that you have these things that you want um, and know that's going to be harder and be proud that you have them. Maybe you might eventually realize that you are being a little too rigid and maybe you do mm-hmm. need to you know, be willing to uh compromise a little bit depending on how much you like someone so it's just a a balancing act um there's you know nothing wrong with having your standards or your you know things that you like um don't don't go on a date uh say all the things that you really want and things that you're not willing to change and then be shocked and disappointed or hurt because a guy's like yeah that's not for me you know um does, you know, that doesn't make much sense. Uh, right. You know, it's a little, I say this nicely, but it's a little arrogant for you and people. And we, we all do this to be like, well, mm-hmm. I'm great. And I only want to do it this way. And I only want to do it that way. And I'm only <laughs> going to do this. And someone's like, well, that's you seem nice, but not really for me. And you're just like, well, why not? <laughs> I mean. I'm awesome. <laughs> Well, yeah, you are for like. Well, that, that I do. That's what I say all the time. I'm like, what the hell? Why don't you like me? I'm awesome. But the, yeah, but you're also very specific in what you want, mm-hmm. and your specificity isn't for everybody, right? And that's okay. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I guess if it's it, gonna have to be. Right? If it if it were, um, that, that's just not realistic, you know. Right. Um. Yeah. My guess is uh, you need to be a little bit more chill about with yourself about, you know, guys not being into you, everything that you want. And you might mm-hmm. need to be willing to compromise a little bit more. You're convincing yourself yeah. that, you know, I'm proud to be where I am and I'm proud to be single and I got my life. And that's all great. But mm-hmm. that's a little bit more of a you're masking like, well, I just don't want to change because this is who I am. You know, every relationship requires some sort of compromise. Um, yeah. You know, I'm unless, sure. unless, I mean, unless you're like, are you, are you, a, what kind of, what kind of men are you attracted to? Um, pushovers? Um, no. Okay, no. Well, that's my guess. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So here you are, uh, like, uh, almost want to throw up by the idea of dating a guy who's a pushover, but you want a guy to yeah. completely accept everything about your life without really having to change much. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's but, not, never. I mean, that's I never going to happen. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I guess uh, you're right. But I guess then you have. I would have to think about like what would I be willing to compromise. On? Well, maybe next time you go on a date, don't like start listing all the things you're unwilling to change. <laughs> Maybe kind of just see where it goes, you know, figure out what in your life are are really the things you're unwilling to change. Like obviously the relationship with your kids and being a mom and Mm -hmm. certain things, but maybe be open to growing a relationship with someone and every relationship needs to grow as a unit, not as a, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're just looking for like some sort of someone to like, I don't know, watch Netflix with or, you know, go to, you know, just hire someone, I guess, you know, hire a companion and just be like, just do what I want. I don't uh, think that's legal in my state. I'm being sarcastic, but, um, Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of contradicting your, yourself 
in a lot of ways. Yeah, so. I guess I guess what you're saying, you're right. I mean, it's great to have this conversation because you're not telling me what I want to hear, which is well, totally fine. I mean, listen, you're but you're not alone in this. We all do this a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a it's a tightrope trying to again people who aren't good at setting boundaries and just like anyone who likes them back versus people who are just like, well, this is exactly how I live my life. And are you willing to do exactly what I want? Oh, by the way, I want you to have your own opinions too, just as long as you agree with me. It's like, it's a whole, it's not realistic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. I appreciate it. No problem. You're going to be fine. Just, um, you know, re- reevaluate some things and uh, be a little bit more honest with yourself about what's going on because you, you kind of, you seem to paint this picture that's not totally accurate. Like, yeah, you very astute. I, you know, it's okay to want a boyfriend. That's fine. It's okay to be comfortable when you're single, but mm-hmm. it's okay to be vulnerable that you want to meet someone and you are afraid of, of, of growing old alone. Yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of it has to do with whenever the last few times I have, you know, like been in love or whatever, it doesn't end well. And then you feel rejected. And now you're like, you know, I don't want to go through that again. Well, you know, you survive that. Right. Yeah. So that's true. You'll be fine. (laughs) You might have two more loves in your life, you know, as long as you're just not alone. You got your kids. (laughs) Oh. They're amazing. Yeah. I mean, between the kids and dogs and family, it's life is good, you know, yeah. but like, I mean, that's the thing. I you just know, always you, think like you, now you can date without the pressure of like, you know, you really can just be about this per- with, yeah, with, it can just be about the person <laughs> and how you guys make each other feel. Right. And, and if that doesn't work out, you find yeah. someone else. You don't have to worry about like, do I have kids with this person? And if it doesn't work out, well, we get along. Like you already have that figured out. Yeah. The last few guys I've dated have been like significantly younger than me. Well, and of course that hasn't worked out because they want kids and that is not happening. But well, yeah, well, there you go. So don't do that. <laughs> and again, I have no problem with you dating guys that are younger, but you don't want to have kids anymore. And it's reasonable right. that younger men who haven't had kids yet might. So right. That's, you know, yeah. you're setting yourself up for disappointment. It's a story of my life. Well, stop doing it. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. How's it going? Going good. How about you? Good. What's your name? Uh, Molly. 30. Hi, Molly. How can I help? Well, I'm in a newish relationship. Uh, we've been together for about five months now. Okay. And in the beginning, for the first month and a half, it was pretty hot and heavy, like like rabbits going at it, you know, Great, no, just no. like normal as it should. And, uh, right. Exactly. Um, and I want to say the last three months, I noticed a huge decline in his desire. Um, and I've talked to him about it and he says he loves me, that he's attracted to me, but that he just doesn't really have a drive anymore. And he doesn't understand why I should mention that prior to me, he hadn't had sex in three years. And so one of his other excuses was, oh, well, I just went so long without it that uh, I'm just used to not having it. But I'm like, well, now that you have it, shouldn't you want it? You know what I mean? Um, So I'm really confused by that. Uh, I should also mention that uh, he is staying with me temporarily. So I'm wondering if maybe seeing me every day is kind of ruining it. Like in the beginning, it was kind of exciting. We weren't living together, you know? yeah. So yeah, that seems reasonable. So that's, that's it. That's your general question. Like, why aren't yeah, we fucking like, more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's his deal? Like, I just. I mean, not- yeah. <laughs> I mean, in fact, I mean, with the little bit of information I have, I would guess it's the the fact that you guys are spending way too much time too soon, and you moved in with each other within less than five months, and he's getting a little bit too much Molly too fast, and. Uh, hmm. Listen, he didn't have sex for three years. There's nothing wrong with that, but he seems to be content. Maybe he's not a a very sexual guy. So I don't, what I'm saying is, I don't think that's a total bullshit excuse by saying like, I don't know, I just, I'm not, I don't need to have it as much. Um, 
Has it like stopped? I know in the or past. Or is it just, is it's not like, has it just decreased? Is it settled in almost till as if you've been dating for five years? Right, exactly. Like the last time was probably like three weeks ago. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. when you play house and you pretend you've been, you know, together for five years, then the relationship starts turning into a relationship that acts like it's been dating for five years. You know, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I think that probably, I, I think it's a combination of him not being overly sexual and him also like, now you guys are playing house. There's no excitement. You're always there. And you're in, it sounds like maybe he, he moved in with you out of like a necessity. Is that true? Yeah, just like temporarily. Like mm-hmm. because of like COVID or he doesn't have a place to live? No, or? no he was just like um, in between living places. So he was just staying with me temporarily till he got his place. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'd kick him out. <laughs> well, he's he's gone now. He's uh, actually in Texas for business, but uh, yeah. Like for when you say the business, he'll be back this weekend me. or... Or like, no, I'm actually going to go out there and, and see him this coming week. I'm curious how that so, goes. Okay. To be honest, yeah. I'm curious if there's a level right. of like, I haven't seen you and you have a little sex and it's exciting. I think there will be been texting and he like has been hinting that he's excited for that. So, yeah, I mean, it's never a good idea to start dating someone and for them, for you to play house or for you guys to move in with each other. Um, unless it's solely based off the fact that like we're so in love, we want to do this, and even then you probably aren't ready. But at least then it's because you want to spend this. It's never a good idea to do it for like rent or convenience. Like he needs to figure it out. You know, I don't. I'm in between places. Like people make this mistake all the time. Well, just stay here. You know, it's just like oh, now all of a sudden we're we're like a fucking married couple and you're not married right. you're That's still exactly going to know each other you know. and it just becomes kind of you know and then and then you put pressure on yourself because there's this natural of like well man i feel this pressure do we always have to have sex and and then you're like well we just we still only been dating for five months and you know it's if that's why you shouldn't play house because you know sometimes it turns into like a you know an an, an kind of not new relationship that's a little stale and boring right. and comfortable exactly. and, and so yeah i'm curious how this weekend goes to go visit them i think you should no matter how it goes say when you come back you go somewhere else <laughs> no for sure for sure uh, I, it was just so confusing to me because i know in the past like he pretty much was fucking everything that walked so it was like when you say in the past like before um, on his three-year like, hiatus he was young but yeah, before his hiatus, like when he was younger. He's How old is he now? Old now. How old is he? 35. 35? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, every 35-year-old guy just might not be needing to do that all the time. I guess. Listen, he I mean, probably, like, he day. definitely got, an, you, you de- he definitely got annoyed with you. And I don't even mean like in a. He he probably likes you. He probably loves you. You know, he probably likes having sex with you, but he's just like, you're just fucking there, man. You're just there. And that's normal. Like, why, you know, why are you guys living together? And again, it's probably not even your fault. It sounds like he, you were doing, doing him a favor. But yeah. No, you, correct. You should definitely be like, hey, listen, I want to, I like you. I want to keep this going. We shouldn't be living together this soon. You need to move out. And if he's like, well, I don't know. I have I, if I don't have a place to, well, figure it out, man. I'm not your mom. I'm not your keeper. I'm not your wife. I'm your fucking girlfriend. So I did do that. And then you started like, oh, but what if I stay and help you pay rent? I'm like, dude, no, mm-mm. no, that's it's See, no then you're kind of getting in the weeds of like, then I would be for you. It's like, you're right. And it's just like, well, do you want to date me? Or are you just looking for like, do you just like me enough? Because you need a place to stay. Because you need a place to stay. So I don't feel like that. I, I'm just saying, you know, um, if treat it like a five months re- month relationship, don't treat it like a five year relationship. And you guys are, sure. you know, starting to treat it like a relationship where, you know, it's been longer than a year and not eventually it's going to turn, you'll, people start becoming the environments that they're in. So true. So. 
act like you've been dating for five months and it will probably feel like it. For sure. So, all right. Let us know how the weekend goes. Yeah, let us know how the weekend goes. (laughs) Probably probably great. But yeah, you you guys still have a lot of getting to know each other. And don't forget that. And sometimes it's easy to forget when you're just like when you're roommates. Right. Yup. So don't take the newness for granted. Cool. Thank you, guys. Well, best of luck. Thank you. All right. Take care. Have fun this weekend. (laughs) Bye. How's it going? Hi, my name is Alyssa. I'm 28. Hi, Alyssa. How can I help? So, um, to put it short, um, I've been with my boyfriend for a year, um, or a little over a year. We spent our anniversary in quarantine. (laughs) Um, happy anniversary. Really happy. Thank you. (laughs) Um, really, really happy. Um, for the most part, like have generally no problems in our relationship. Um, my boyfriend has been working at his current job for three and a half years. Um, and He's very, very unhappy there. Um, And he has like an autoimmune disease and has like all kinds of other different things that are keeping him happy at this place because it's like he's working these ridiculous hours. He's got like one of the worst bosses I've ever like heard in my life, heard of in my life. And um, he's just generally very miserable there. Um, And over the last like six months or so, there's been conversations with my parents and him and myself about him maybe being brought on to my dad's business. My dad has like a small contracting business to put it, put it lightly. And it's nothing near the same industry that he's currently working in. Um, and he has been like asking me more and more questions, more and more questions. And recently after everything that's been going on with COVID and with things being really intense at his current workplace, he has decided that he wants to leave. Um, He's putting in applications at a bunch of different jobs, but didn't end up um, really finding anything that that he wanted. Um, but recently, my dad has decided to ask him to come on to his business. Um, my dad's kind of older. He's had this same business for like the last 25 years. Um, it's been a family-run business. Um, I don't work for the company, but my mom and my dad both run the company. And they eventually want my boyfriend to eventually take over the business if that's something that he wants to. Um, okay. He's experienced in business. So like, that's kind of like what he wanted to do all along, I guess. Um, and do you have any siblings? Like I have two brothers. What do they do? Older, older brothers. And they both live out of state. Um, one actually owns his own business. Um, and the other works in the same industry that my dad um, used to work, but for a different company. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. So, and so I guess, I guess my question or like what I'm here for is like, I was super supportive and super excited about him going to work for my dad until like really recently I started having like all kinds of like second guesses and like cold feet because I started like overthinking it and thinking like, Oh my gosh, now my parents are going to be like in charge of him and in charge of his finances and like, and I kind of have like a rain over our lives a little bit more than I wanted to. And like, once I started really letting those thoughts in, I like started freaking out because I did not want, So I don't really want to be like 20 again. <laughs> that's what scares you is your parents being the source of his income and not, not me, the fact yeah. that um, him potentially taking over your dad's business is the closest thing to like, it certainly might feel like, well, I guess I'm going to marry the guy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's the plan. I want to marry him. Like we already have making those plans. I'm we're we're wanting to plan our future. So I think that's why he's been like more interested, especially recently, getting out of this current job because he knows he can't have a future there, um, or at least not a happy one. So there's nothing. Um, so that's, a, there's if you're really honest with yourself, there's nothing about this situation where your dad's inviting your boyfriend to potentially take over that freaks you out in terms of fast tracking the relationship? No. Okay. Cause that would be my first. Surprisingly. Yeah. Right. I know that's what most people would guess. Um, we've known each other for a really long time and I we're he's my best friend. I mean, I, I don't have any okay. fears like in that regard. Like that's the one thing, like 
even with this conversation that I'm having with you, are like there, I've talked to are there about parts, all of these things. Are, do you want a commitment? I mean, I not to like put thoughts in your head, but that's like a, it's a big deal. pretty big deal. I mean, listen, your, your dad's yeah. business is your dad's business and he can, um, you know, bring on whoever he wants and, and mentor and it doesn't have to be someone who's dating their daughter or whatnot. But, you know, for you, I got to assume that's just like, well, shit, man, like what if we st- in the back of your mind and it's just like well if you're yeah. gonna like take over my dad's business are we gonna get engaged or like what i don't know are you so there's yeah. nothing about your relationship as it relates to you and your boyfriend that like it's just about your parents and the money maybe i'm more afraid of my parents um like sh- like showing their true colors to my boyfriend and then him being like uh oh, i don't know what family what are I'm your parents into, true you know colors? Um, well, I mean, they're not everybody's favorite. They're my parents, so I'm biased. I love them, but they're, especially in this day and age, no one's everyone's favorite. And I know, <laughs> but especially in this day and age, I feel like my my parents struggle socially um, in a lot of different aspects because of everything that's in this world. When you say they struggle socially, I mean they just have different points of view than you, and you're like you're, you're like yeah. you don't want to bring them around your friends because they might say some offensive shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your parents aren't alone. <laughs> I'm being honest. I mean, I know that's common for a lot of people our age, like our par- a lot of parents of that generation of that of my parents generation are like that, but I don't know. I just your feel parent, like do you I'm ha- afraid when you have conversations with your parents, I mean, what are your boyfriend's points views on life? And they're in line with yours. He and I are like he he and I are pretty dang in line. Um I would say because I come from my parents conservative side, I have some things that I like put my foot down on, but very little things do we disagree on. Like very little. We're I mean, listen, pretty much right. We on talk about, page. there's nothing wrong with being conservative. It's just a matter of uh, yeah. being conservative. Doesn't mean you're offense. Doesn't immediately no, mean I, you're an offensive no. person. Now uh, <laughs> is your, are your parents the type of people who could say something offensive? Do your parents or, you know, is your boyfriend the type of person who would take offense to that? You know, these are all things that you might have a right to worry about. He but, would, but, but I don't know. The, uh, he knows like this about my parents. He knows I disagree with them for, for the most part too. So like, I know that he's not like going to be like changed forever if they say something. Also, I mean, but, fine. That's, that's like a, I get that you're like, Hey, my parents might have these points. I, you're protective of your parents in a way. And then you're also protective of your, your, your boyfriend. And I guess like, yeah, that can happen in every family situation in terms of, but the bigger and more realistic question is like you said, you don't know if your boyfriend's going to like doing this. Right. right. And it has nothing, that has nothing that has nothing to do with your parents might say something your boyfriend finds to be ignorant or not. You know, they could be the yeah. most woke people and your boyfriend can still hate doing this. He's never done it before. Uh, he's a little desperate right now. He hates his job That's so much. Fear. It's never a great decision to make a, a drastic uh, life change be, when you're miserable. Um right. You know, for me, That's kind when of I made a life I'm change, right I, I, I left a job that I loved. I left a job that I I was like looking forward to having for a really long time. Uh, and because I felt that way, I felt better about the risk I was taking because I knew what I was giving up. You know, it was hard to give that up. And that made that really made me have more of a clear mind in terms of taking the risk. Your boyfriend's just like, I fucking hate this so much. Like everything sounds like a better option. It seems foolish for your dad to like, you know. Um, He's taking a big risk. In yeah, it, or, or like just kind of nominate your boyfriend as like the heir apparent to his business. I mean, that can be the goal. That could be something that, hey, we have in mind. But let's fucking see if you like it. Yeah. You know. Uh, right. I mean, that is the plan initially but knowing that you're like your boyfriend like any other job might be like this isn't for me man i worry that like i'm going to as this like develops and as he starts working for me actually starts this weekend um so he's already said yes happens like he's already said yes i actually sent the email like right so the train the train's moving (laughs) the train train is moving he hasn't started but um are you aware are you aware of any conversations they've had about Let's see how it goes. Or is this like, yeah. you're, 
Okay. I've been a part of all the meetings as well. Um, Great. I kind of tend to be the mediator for my parents because they don't communicate as smooth as I think they could. They should. Can I say (laughs) what I think you're not saying? I think that you're concerned that your parents and your boyfriend are not going to like each other and there's going to be some kind of fight or riff and then you're going to have to choose between your parents and your boyfriend in a relationship or that this relationship that you think is going to end in marriage is not because there's going to be some fight that keeps you from getting there. Pretty much right on the head. Okay, (laughs) That's kind of what I'm afraid of is in the future. Like what the heck, like if something goes down or yeah, like... I have already told my boyfriend, like, I side with you, like, I'm going to side with you. But I can't say that, like, without, like, my parents. Like, I don't know. I can't, like, leave them. I mean, are you really that worried that your parents are going to be who they are and your your boyfriend is not going to end up hating them? How's your boyfriend when it comes? It's not necessarily them itself, but, like, the way that maybe they run the business or, like, how they do things in general, like the problems that he has currently with his current employer, obviously I'm not there to like witness why or how he feels the way he does, but like, I'm not sure if some of that's fabricated or not, or like if there's like, well, that was kind of next question up in his head. Yeah. That was my next question. Do you, you know, people, there's some people who like every boss they have is a total asshole. And it's just like, what's, <laughs> right. what's the constant here? But at the same time, right. because your boyfriend has an asshole boss doesn't mean he's not the boss isn't actually an asshole so like so there's another fear that you have is how is uh how's my boyfriend when it comes to being managed you know how is he working with others working for your girlfriend's dad is a a situation that is bound to potentially get everyone cringe like everyone yeah (laughs) that's just a reality so i think the important thing is like uh, your boyfriend needs to feel like he needs to spend the first year figuring out if he just likes the job. And I think your parents need to, that's, that's the goal. The goal isn't to, yeah. I mean, that's what we've decided is just to give it a year to figure it out. But like, I know my dad has more expectations, you know, and I, just cause I know him. Well, <laughs> tell him he is, he's going to have to get over it. If, uh, he does. I mean, listen, I, I don't know if your dad had any uh, hopes that you or or your two brothers would take over the family business, but you didn't. So I think he'll yeah, get over he that. Did. Yeah. And so he'll get over if your boyfriend doesn't want to either. It's true. So <laughs> just keeps trying to pass it on down to anybody else. Sure. But I'm just saying, you know, like this is I'm assuming he, you or your two brothers not doing it was harder for him to swallow than if his his uh, his daughter's maybe future uh, uh, son-in-law or right, or right. doesn't just feels like it's kind of his like last straw, and I'm like worried about him too. So I'm Your like, dad? he does, yeah, he needs to retire and he needs to stop working, <laughs> and so he that's kind of I think the other things that I feel too. So do you think your boyfriend <laughs> will like it? I do. I, it's new, so it's hard to say. Like it's does he have a chance to make a lot of industry. money? Yeah. What motivate? What what is your motive? Like, is your uh, boyfriend money motivated? What's why? Um, he's actually work life balance motivated. His current job, he's not getting like he's working almost thirteen hour days, and he can't. Well, running your own business is not big on work life balance. At least I know. at first. Oh, it's uh, right. It's hard work, but yeah, it's more of like the physical labor that he was doing at his previous job. But yeah. Um, that's kind of also a concern too, because it's a stressful job. So well, having like running a business. Yeah. I mean, I think you just kind of have to let it play out. And right. uh, I guess, yeah, you are involved. Don't make it worse. Don't just let it, let it play out. How can I be cool? <laughs> just stay cool. Well, it's already <laughs> happening. The train's moving. Just let it fucking see where it goes. You know, at this yeah. point, you know, if you're like, I don't know, if you were like, well, he hasn't made a decision yet, I would maybe reinforce the possibility that he's making a decision out of fear and just, right. you know, but now he's like, he's going to start, let him start and see where he's already, he's quit his job, right? He quit the old job. Mm-hmm. It's yep. already gone, man. And he's been a lot happier since then, actually. Yeah, so like that, let's like, really see where it plays out. I mean, at this point. Yeah. Yeah, don't fucking micromanage either your parents or your boyfriend. Just see where it goes. Is that what I'm doing? Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> you, you're yeah. Um, kind of. 
I mean, listen, I get it. You're uh, you're worried, but I guess my point is it's going. So yeah, it could work out. Let it give it a shot to work out. Don't sabotage it. Don't 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 prepare yourself for the worst when the worst hasn't even even shown it's yeah, going to happen. That's what I was doing for sure. All right. Well, best of luck. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. It could I work out. Honesty. It, it totally might work out. <laughs> you really, yeah. you know, there's really. Who knows? I might be calling back Rich later on. So cool. We'll what a dream. What a dream. A That's my dream. What, a dream. what a dream. Does he have a brother? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Uh, all right. Well, best of luck. I hope it works out. <laughs> all right. Thank all you. Right, I appreciate care. it. Bye-bye. See ya. Well, 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 another fun little episode. I feel like I had to play bad cop today. I think you just had to be real with people today. You know, sometimes I worry that my audience is like, Nick, you're kind of mean. It's like sometimes you just need to fucking hear it, man. You just need to hear it. Your bluntness is what makes it great. I I've, I got the sense I was talking to too many people who have talked to too many of their friends who all were like, I mean, it's fine. You are who you are. You just, you know, they need be to your best self. Like, but that's why they're reaching out because they need to hear it from somebody who's not like, you're fine. Stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, stop doing what you're doing. Uh, that's, the, that's the theme of it today. It gets better. <laughs> stop, stop doing what you're doing. It gets better. Definition of insanity. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for listening, guys. I... Uh, we appreciate it. We uh, always need your questions, so feel free to send us in your questions, your stories. You can always be anonymous. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but some of these people's names that they're using aren't their real names. <laughs> because we want you to feel comfortable and we want you to tell your story. So please do send in your questions. Ask Nick at castme.com. Cast with a K. Uh, other than that, uh, we will see you, fuck it, on Wednesday, Tuesday. I don't know when this episode is being released or when the bets we'll are going. We'll see you on but Tuesday. We'll see. Like, just, you know, <laughs> make sure you're su- subscribing to the show so you'll get a nice little notification either way. Uh, other than that, we always appreciate you listening. Take care. Be safe. We'll see you next time.